inside the man cave with Johnny Compion. Oh. Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Follow me on Twitter at Johnny Compion. And you know, like and subscribe my YouTube page, Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Just search that, like and subscribe, pass the word around, and let's see if we can get this momentum going with this podcast. That would surely help me out. And... Um, I'll try to come on here and uh, blast a couple things that I've been seeing either online, on Twitter, just things that are coming across my radar that I want to talk about because there's a lot of stuff going on in the sports world, which NFL is, is back. You know, game one of a preseason you know, for for a Thursday night, and then we get Friday and Saturday. Ooh, I mean, are you guys ready for that? That that's that's good stuff, man. And since you know we're ranked, I saw uh, I saw an article about the best place to get barbecue, and number one, I was really shocked. But when I read the article. I understood their criteria and what they were after. So, you know, San Antonio, to my surprise, was number one. You would think right off the back, you would think, hmm, Dallas, because we've seen that Texas Monthly, uh, a Texas Monthly magazine that was that, that ranked all the best barbecue. The best barbecue. Well, this was talking about the best place to get barbecue. And so you think about all that and you're like, okay, what is there to get where? And when I read the article, I was surprised. It's like, okay, it makes sense because there's so many barbecue restaurants anywhere in this city, anywhere you point. You know, they have a restaurant here or there or whatever. Uh, and we can debate what's what's the best in San Antonio. We have before. I remember on a, I'm going to date you back here on a forum. I, I went on and I wrote a bunch of stuff saying San Antonio has no barbecue joints. And uh, and they came after me. Hey, but I, I defended myself because I, I stood by. I think they had like the barbecue station and. I, I, I'm just not down. I, I went there maybe about a year ago. That place was not good. And a lot of people brag about that place. That's why I don't mind going and checking them out. But uh, you have to be good. And everything has to be consistent, right? Because that's what we look for. We stand in line 
for barbecue because we we enjoy it and uh, you'd like to taste other people's greatness <laughs> what they put together right you know like snow barbecue Whew. never been it's on the list I've been to Franklin's in Austin uh, a couple places in Austin that are pretty good that I really enjoy you know every time I'm there I'll go and, and get a plate here or um, at my favorite place. I try to, I try to be, uh, you know, because there's so many good places to eat there. Um, I normally stick to the normal stuff. But anyway, I was really surprised to see San Antonio number one on that list. That was a great article by, uh, I think, myessay.com. And it was uh, great, great, great to see. And, and they were absolutely right. There is per capita, you know, so many barbecue restaurants that you can get anywhere you look. They're all around us. And, and some are great and some are not. And that's for you guys to debate. And you can tweet at me at Johnny Campion to tell me your best place you like to get BBQ. I kind of like doing my own. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of good barbecue in the city, in San Antonio. But I, I get into now, you know, learning and learning tips from a lot of different people, you know, pit masters. You, you learn a lot. You, you keep a lot of the, the good stuff and you hold on to it and you use that for a technique when you're making, you know, you're getting ready to smoke some ribs or do a brisket. And that's when I, I'm still kind of having a hard time with the brisket. I, I can't. Uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll do the brisket and. It'll come out good with the smoke ring and everything. I'll smoke it for hours and, you know, take care of it and, you know, you know, do the uh, just the whole process, man, because it, it's a lot of work. And then when you're done, you're like so tired and you're like, but it's worth it. I just can't perfect it because you see so many and tasted. I've tasted so many good brisket in in this city. I mean, in the state. Um. But brisket is key for me. Like I like Black's Barbecue. That place is really good. Uh, it's pricey, but it's good, especially now. I, I I try to go and get Black's here and there, and I saw the prices on that, and they were asking like twenty five dollars a pound for lean brisket, and uh, I was just like, that's too much, man. I can make my own. Anyway, I digress. You know, uh, we, we did have some uh, NFL preseason football. The Giants and the Patriots went at it. And the, uh, it, it's just the first preseason game. The Giants took that one, 23-21. Um, and, and then the second game was the Tennessee Titans and the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens stomped on them, 23-10. It's preseason. Who cares? Um, yeah, so we'll be getting a lot of football. And uh, that that's a good thing, right? Once again, you know, a week goes by and there's nothing. And all of a sudden, there's something else. <laughs> I've been talking about this. And I try not to. I mean, I, I want to be positive about this because I'm, I want to go. Well, I'm going to go to the show when Motley Crue comes into San Antonio, the stadium tour with Joan Jett, Poison, 
Def Leppard and Motley Crue. So they're they're heading our way. It's a countdown to the stadium tour. We're on countdown San Antonio. But ever since this thing started, you know, it started with the rib, you know, the crack ribs and you know, Vince can't do this and then, you know, back to Tommy again and then back to Vince again and then, you know, um just all these things that pop up and they pick up, you know, steam. So the latest one, I, you know, it's one of those topics where, you know, I, at first I was like, okay, that's, that was funny. And I thought about it and I was like, I, I came across this article and, um, it was talking about what happened this morning, early this morning on IG. Motley Crue's drummer, Tommy Lee, who's 59 years old, he posted a picture of himself sitting on, I guess he's sitting on the toilet, I guess at home, and he's just like, you know, he's nude. And you know, for crew fans that, that follow this band, this group, everybody's seen the, the Pamela and Tommy video. So there's no shock there. We've all heard about it. But the newer the newer crew heads that are that are, you know, young, the, the people that they want to bring in to keep this kind of machine going so they can sell their merch and, and you know, make some money. So they can take those cool trips and, and you know, sell and go do whatever whatever they go do and ride horses. I don't know, whatever they spend their money on. So you want to keep that that going. But when I saw this, I, I laughed because there was a when, when it comes down, all of a sudden, you know, you're on Twitter and, and you start reading the threads and it's just hilarious. You know, at first I was like, OK, I wasn't ready for that. Right. You're just you're going through Twitter, checking out your feed and boom. Because it's all over, and then you go to IG, and then, you know, there it is. And for five hours, that picture was up that Tommy Lee had posted, and all it said was, it all it said was, oops. And uh, so the the thread, you know, was going on, and so other musicians were were kind of chiming in. Uh, the drummer, I think he's a former drummer, Machine Gun Kelly. And he's like, uh, he goes, oh, he's like, I'm, I'm dying. And he's like, your drumstick fell out. And uh, it, it was, it was funny for a moment. And then I thought about it because, you know, I, I you, you hear about a lot of stuff on social media, right? We have that censorship and, and all these things that would happen with um with the uh, only fans a lot of stuff is you know kind of like boiling around ig and and how you know what they do and how they they monitor this uh all the stuff that goes down on 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 twitter and you know instagram and facebook and they got people that they kind of like they're looking in real time to try to track all this stuff down and nobody caught it for five hours so, you know, everybody's getting a shot at of this and you know, you you think about, you know, who's on on social media, right? These young kids and 
And Tommy is, you know, pushing 60, man. And, and you're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I love and respect that, man. I, I have for years, but I think Tommy crossed the line there a little bit. And you might disagree with me and, and push back a little bit and say, oh, you're really, you're not a true crew hit. But you know what? Think about that. You know, you see Nikki Six on Instagram with his daughter, his young baby daughter who he hasn't toured with him and his wife. And he's enjoying it. He's kind of doing that. And then you see this. And I'm sure the other wives, they're like, whoa, 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 come on, man. You can't do that. Because they got family and friends that are that are kind of following. And then that comes out and it's all over the place. And uh, he came out, you know, after that. And I, I saw a couple of videos. I just didn't watch them. I was kind of just disappointed in him. Um, you know, so we, 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 uh, we look at this and say, uh, you know, because it's more than if this would have been Madonna, Madonna, cause she, she does come on IG and she does these crazy ass photo shoots and I'm cool with it, you know, but, um, you know, she's just doing some crazy stuff and, you know, taking pictures of it and, you know, if you don't have to engage in that, right, you can just kind of scroll down, but you're still doing that. And I don't have a problem with what Madonna does because Madonna isn't, you know, doing what Tommy what Tommy did. You know, what would happen if Madonna would have taken down her pants and her top and the photo was up there for five hours? You know that that right there is uh, is something to think about. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think anything's. Gonna, I think that that IG has moved on. I don't think they're going to say anything. I hope they do. I mean, recognize it at least. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird and kind of I, I think a little out of line. And then he did this picture that I'll put up. And then so the pose that he was doing when he's sitting on the on the toilet or whatever at his home with no clothes on and showing everything. And uh, then they kind of did some effects on it and made it look all crazy. So they don't have a he doesn't have a problem with it because he, he's the one that put it out there. He put that picture that. It's like an art piece now. Are they going to sell it or, or what? Uh, it, it's just, that's just kind of like, it's out of line. And I, I hope, I hope, I hope somebody said something to him. But, you know, Tommy doesn't give a crap. He's going to just, whatever. I'm Tommy Lee, man. Fuck it. You're, dude, you're like pushing 60. And look what you're doing. And that shit's going, you got a lot of followers. That shit's going everywhere. And then everybody that picks it up and you know, puts a photo out there, and nobody wants, to, you, you don't want to see that. But I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, it's not a good look, Tommy. It's not. Um, and what, what did I say? Well, I mean, what did I say? You know, about this because 
you know it, it you know does he get a free pass you know there's some there's major double standards going on here right that's what that that article that that I saw was talking about and I get they were talking about all these models would come out on Instagram and post pictures and they would get flagged for like pornography or or something and they would they would ban them right off the back and and these were like supposed to be you know professional photo shots and they get just because they were showing like a little um skin you know they they kind of went after them so what are they going to say about this you know what are they going to say about this and when i say them i'm 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 you know referring to instagram i mean are they going to say anything are you going to like turn his account off for a little bit and put him on timeout or i mean you have to do something right I, I I mean, I'm I'm not going after him because you know, I'm not I'm not hating on him. I'm just kind of calling them out because, dude. I mean, we see all these these guys that get arrested for for doing certain things. You know, these big names, and they get away with this kind of stuff. It's just kind of crazy. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What What do you think about it? Tweet at me at Johnny Campion or comment on my YouTube page. Subscribe and, and comment on the thread of this video. Tell me what you think. I'll respond and, and you know, that's, that's cool. We can have a little kind of conversation about it because, you know, forget, forget what he did, right? Now, because it's, it's already gone. They're, they haven't done anything about it. There's no repercussions as of right now that I that I've heard of, uh, but you know it, it's it's kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up what happened. They dropped the ball. You just think about younger kids and you know that are on social media and they happen to see this. I mean, it, it's just kind of I don't know. It's disappointing. Uh, as a as a Motley Crue fan, it, it's kind of disappointing that he did that. Like, there's no need to go there. There's no need to be in the spotlight because we already seen you, Tommy. We seen you, man, Pamela and Tommy video. We already saw that. We don't no. We don't need to rehash that, dude. But who knows? Let's see what what happens from there because I don't want to go and check out that that thread again. I just I'm like. I, I, you know, kind of went through and read a couple articles and saw what people were saying. And you know, I just wanted to come on here and, and kind of, you know, put it back out there because, I mean, I might sound like like I'm hating on, on Tommy, but I'm not. I just, it, it sucks that he did that. There, there's no need for that. And uh, that was pretty extreme. I mean, is he trying to live out the dirt movie again? And kind of be like, hey, this is the lifestyle we live. Look at this. Check out my penis. And it's like, dude, you're pushing 60. There's nobody wants to see that. Like, stop. Stop. 
Please don't. Nobody wants to see that. I promise you, Tommy. No one. Yes, we we know. Yes, Tommy. Yeah, we all know, man. But you don't need to scare. There's people that were scared. So don't don't do that. Don't do that anymore. Vince, talk to him. Nikki, Mick, Mix just wants a couch. Like you know what? I need to just go lay down back here. You guys do whatever. And it seems like that's what Mick has been doing all this time. Because he's like, I know what these fuckheads are going to do. They're going to go out there and fucking get crazy. And Except Nikki. Nikki, now Nikki's out. So it's just basically, you know, Vince and Tommy kind of going crazy. Oh, you know, Mick needs to get escorted right away to the nearest couch and give him a blanket. So he can relax, right? And get him a get him a V eight juice or whatever. Um and, and Nikki's going with his family. He's gonna go do his thing, but Tommy's going crazy. And I saw that his wife, Tommy's wife, had posted a, a, a couple things on uh TikTok and they were funny too. So obviously they're just having a field day with this thing. She obviously she doesn't care. She makes she does some pretty good funny videos on TikTok. So, you know, she just hey, this is the lifestyle we live and it's cool. We're you know, we're rock stars, man. But you're kind of I don't know, it just looks weird. <laughs> it really just looks weird that you're doing this. And that's what I have a problem with like dude, you're you're almost 60. You're 59 and you're doing this kind of stuff. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, can you imagine uh, <laughs> Keith Richards or um, someone like that doing that saying, yeah, look at this? Everybody would be in shock. Like, what the look? What is Keith Richards doing? Showing his penis? Oh goodness, he's royalty, rock and roll royalty. So, I guess you can get away with that if if you're that cool. You can do what what Tommy did. Just show it. There you go. I just got a problem with it. At the end of the day, I got a problem with it. I'm not. I'm not too happy with him. You know, him doing that. Um, it's not a good look for him. It's not a good look for Tommy. But I want to get into, uh, if you look right behind me and one of my cameras, there's six albums there. And I've been trying to put up, I'm, I'm starting this thing now where I'm going to, at the end of my podcast, or maybe I'll just do it as a separate, uh, a separate segment, you know, the six albums that I'm listening to right now. You know, the first one that I was listening to is uh, Velvet Revolver, Scott Whalen, the super group, you know, Slash. Those guys are, they were amazing. They were great. They did good music, and I enjoy, I enjoy listening to that, that album. There's a lot of good stuff that that band did. But, but one song that I like from, from Contraband is that song, Loving the Alien, that Man, if you get a chance, listen to that tune. It's really good. Scott Whalen, oh man, 
he's just a good singer. He was so great. Um, it's just so sad that 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 you know what happened. But but that right there, contraband from Velvet Revolver. That's one of my favorite uh, songs on there. Check it out if you get a chance. Check it out. You know, uh, let let me know what you you think. You know, tweet at me at Johnny Compion. And the second one you see there is uh, Faster Pussycat. Um, and that that vinyl is called Whipped. Um, it was released in the nineties. There's a lot of good good songs on that vinyl, on that album. Uh, you know, with with the opening tune, Nonstop to Nowhere. That I remember hearing that on the radio, and it was just a catchy summer tune. It's still a, it still lives up to it. It's really good. Uh, if you never heard it, give it a shot. You know, go to your local uh, record store and pick that up. Uh, and uh, you know, my favorite tune from that album is uh, Mr. Love Dog. That's that's a cool tune. Tame Me Down just a great, does a great job on the vocals on that. Um, I haven't had a chance to see see the updated band. They got two new members. Um, so, you know, the video I've seen, they sound great. They sound edgy still, and Tamey's looking good. He stopped partying and doing all the, you know, the craziness. And he looks good, man. You know, uh, but, yeah, that, those are my songs from that. And the next album on there, it's Seven Dust. Seven Dust, this, this, it's the self-titled album, Seven Dust. It was in, uh, released in 1997. Um, and, and that album as well, the opening, that side one, opening tune, you know, black, just in your face. You know, that band has been, you know, they're still around. They're still doing their thing. And, um, you know, some of the members, they're kind of doing their solo projects. Uh, but they still, man, they still sound great. I've seen them, I think, like maybe three years ago, four years ago. I think they're going to come out. And what they did last time, they, they played this whole album from beginning to end. And that was really cool because this is one of my favorite uh, Seven Dust albums. They got a few tunes that are just great. They put out some really good stuff. So check it out. Um, it's it's a really good album. And the other one I got up there is Motley Crue, The End. The End, what was supposed to be The End. That was filmed in L.A. Uh, I saw them the night before that in Vegas. Um, it was pretty cool. It was a cool show. Yeah, Vince was on his way down. Uh, but the band sounded great. It was always good to, you know, to go to a Motley Crue concert. And this vinyl, I happened to put it up because we're on the countdown to Motley Crue in San Antonio. The stadium tour. Um, so, yeah, I, that's why I have that up there. I pulled it out and... Uh, <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to some Motley today, some live Motley, and I'll do a couple songs, and that's it. Uh, the next album is going to be Stabbing Westward. This one was released in 96. And, uh, you know, a really good album. Uh, I think it was their second album. Um, so they have 
really catchy tunes on it. You know, that's one of those things I like to bring out is sometimes I'll bring something out that's really obscure, and these are not. I mean, but at some point, I'll start doing that because I have a good collection, and I picked up some good pieces, and I'll bring them out and talk a little bit about them. So, you know, I'll share the, the knowledge uh, of of what I've, you know, why I pick up these albums, the certain albums that I pick up where I seek. Uh, and the last album on this list of these six is going to be Sponge, Rotten Pinata. That that album, man, I uh, that's a real that one stands on its own right now. It's a really good album. I love the band. Uh, been around those cats. They're they're really cool. Vinny is a, he's a cool dude, man. I love that guy. Every time he's around, and I get a chance to spend a couple minutes with them, I always ask you know these questions about his side projects because. At one point, this guy was, you know, jamming with Chris DeGarmo. And who, Chris DeGarmo, Mike Inez, and the drummer from Alice in Chains. Um, that was super group. I have, I have the CD somewhere. Uh, it's, I think it was called Spies for Darwin. Those guys are great. So anytime I would get a chance to talk with, with Vinny, um, you know, I'd ask him about these, and then everybody would like, wow. Because they didn't know that he was a part of these other projects, you know. But he, I think he just loves music, and he likes to participate. And, you know, you ask him to do something, and obviously he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's do something. I like that. And uh, speaking of uh, Vinny and Sponge, he's got a side, another side project that's that's coming out. I've already got the vinyl. Uh, it's called The Lucid. The name of the band is The Lucid. Um, I don't know. The the bass player for Megadeth is playing with them. And I don't know who else. I don't know the names of the, of the other members that are on there. But they had a little bit of a setback because their guitar player... I wish I knew his name. I, I, I don't. I picked up the vinyl... Um, and of course, it was Vinny's stuff. I'm like, anything that Vinny puts out, I'll play the vinyl, and there'll be at least three to four songs that I'll be like, man, these are hits. These should be played somewhere. But you know, you would have to seek them out, and you wouldn't know if if you wouldn't if I would be able to play them for you. You probably would dig them, and you'd be like, shit, I want to I want to download that right now. But some artists are still complaining, saying that. You know that YouTube and all these other places are 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 hurting them, and I, I find that hard to believe because, you know, they're this wouldn't hurt them. I think you know allowing people like me doing podcasts and and you know kind of you know wanting to emphasize certain things with music, you know that's that I think that enhances my product, and then actually they benefit from it. I don't benefit anything from it. I think I'm doing him a service, the artist, or the bands. If I played Velvet or Faster, you know, any of these bands, I think they would, you know, they would benefit from it. There's a lot of groups or guys that I know that that play in local bands here that could use help. You know, even if it's a little bit, you know, just something to get it out there. You know, it's tough, you know, not being able to play a lot of different venues still, and, and it's, things are different. 
But, you know, that's that's kind of the pushback I have on YouTube. You know, and, and the musicians, and they need an, I think we need to have this little powwow and get together and kind of explain like, hey, it's okay. You know, it's not like Spotify or anything. People are still getting your hits. People are still paying you guys. So you're you're uh, you're getting you're getting paid, man. You're getting yours. Let us have a little bit. Let us have a little. We've bought the albums and the CDs and, you know, the cassettes, which are coming back. So you're still making money. What is what's the big deal for me playing the copyright? You get copyright uh, tags on here. I mean, just allow that. Let's kind of get together. I wish I can get one of those musicians on and uh, talk about that. You know, somebody out there that it's affecting. Like, dude, every time you play my song, it's affecting it. I want to know why. Anyway, I digress. I appreciate you stopping by and, you know, listening to my podcast. And some days I'll have stories like this. Like, I normally don't talk about what Tommy did. I just been following the band and you know I enjoy kind of putting this out there because I I think it I find it I I found it funny in the beginning but I ended up kind of taking a step back and going okay is this okay for the younger IG uh person to kind of walk into this and or how do they feel about it so it was just a whole process that I went to went through, and uh, I just kind of wanted to put it out there to you guys. You know, tweet at me or comment on this video if you see it on Facebook or you see it on Twitter or wherever you you know use social media, whatever platforms you're on. Um, but yeah, like uh, I'll I'll talk about different topics some days. I'll talk about sports stuff and. You know, there'll be a bunch of different things that I'll throw at. And like I've been saying, I'm going to get somebody in here with me soon. But, you know, I'm still kind of working up everything and trying to get everything set up. And I got at least, you know, four or five mics in here all set up, ready to go and different cameras. So it would be cool to get at least three people in here or two or one, whatever, you know, and, uh, uh, kind of do some cool stuff, Some get some uh, experts or people that just been around to kind of share their stories and their point of views on on different topics that we, we listen to and, I mean, that we hear, like water cooler talk, right? You hear your work, uh, things like that that you can share and you, you can't really talk about it, you know, at your work because, you know, some of those topics are kind of crazy. So you got to save it and you get home and you're like, damn, I can't talk to my buddy about this or that. Hey, just pop on, you know, like and subscribe my YouTube page. Some of the, the topics in there are kind of eh. Or I'll bring out different music to to uh, to jam to something new that I that I've you know you know put my hands on. Like at the the last podcast, I put uh, A to Z, which is Ray Alder's band, uh, singer of Fate's Warning. Um. He's got, speaking of projects, that guy has got projects left and right as well, like Vinny. They just love the music. They love to to partake in different projects. And, and I man, I love that because, like I've always said on this podcast, I'm all about the music. I love it. You know, everybody has their own taste. 
and you know different point of views on on music right uh to me music is a you know big priority in my life you know it's something that uh <laughs> I'm just looking at this uh, Motley video up there, the Carnival of Sin tour. I remember being at that. That was that was they they played at the AT and T Center. That was a great night. Uh, I was in a corporate box, uh, a Clear Channel uh, corporate box, uh, back in the day when when that tour came to San Antonio. So I was with a couple people from work, and you know all this craziness is going on, and I'm like. Oh, okay. It's a Motley show, so it was right down my alley. I don't know about everybody else that was with us in the group, but they kind of were like, uh. Um, yeah, those were fun. When you were able to go and, and go to these corporate uh, uh, gigs where, I mean, not gigs, I'm sorry, uh, events where the company would provide the box and you can just go check out. I think I saw Depeche Mode as well. Uh, with uh, one of the corporate suites. Uh, who else? I don't know. I think like Green Day. Yeah, those couple. They're fun, but you really can't let loose because you, uh, you're with like your boss and some of your other coworkers, and um, you don't want them to like, oh, dude, this dude's fucking whack. Which is true to a certain point but yeah i appreciate you guys give me some time you know if you got some topics or if you want to come on this this uh podcast we can uh zoom you in i'll send you a code put you in one of those little boxes there and we can chat we can catch up if i know you or if you want to get to know me you want to debate me on something and, you know, make me look like crap because I, you know, really wouldn't have a much of a fight. I just kind of like to to talk about these topics and what I think. I, I kind of don't. That's why I don't get into the, the, the political thing on, on this podcast because it gets kind of heated. You know, even hanging around with certain people and, and you, you mention certain things because uh, being a part of the media for so many years, the, the news media, that's where everybody, they knew you did that. So, of course, you would get asked these questions. And you, uh, okay, I'll, I'll, you want to know what I think? This, or this is what I heard. And la, 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 la. And then, boom, they just come at you. So that's, that's kind of what, you know, on this music stuff, that'd be cool to get that. And then on the sports, you know, stuff that I got. You know some of the um, the sports topics I bring up. I didn't. I didn't really talk about uh, training camp. You know, I talked about the preseason game, the first one, because last Thursday we had the uh, Hall of Fame game. Um. So, and um, you know, speaking of the training camps, I like I didn't bring up. I said. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys were doing a little scrimmage, I guess, with the Denver Broncos up in Oxnard. Um, which those days, you know, is cool because they get tired of hitting each other or they can't hit each other that well. So they, they're like, you know what? Bring somebody else in here so we can hit. 
and it's good to see because then you get to see a little bit more. Everybody wants to shine, and but you still got to be careful. You know, you can take the car out for a drive, but don't wreck it, right? So that's the way I feel about about those cowboys, and you you see all these other things. You, you're already hearing there's injuries and season-ending injuries, and in, and in, in preseason, and I, and I tell you guys that it happens, man. It happens. You know, some of these players come out there and, you know, they uh, kind of turn quick. They're not used to the grass or whatever, you know, they're practicing on. And boom, there goes an ACL or this or a broken wrist or whatever you think, you know, um, that could happen. Because there's strange injuries that happen during training camp. Believe me, heard of a lot of different crazy ones, injuries. So that's going to do it for this podcast. I appreciate it. Follow me and like you know my page on uh, YouTube, Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Follow me on Twitter, at Johnny Compion, on Facebook, on IG, on TikTok, all of the above. And I promise you, I won't do what Tommy did. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. And you can also support the podcast show on anchor.fm slash Johnny5150.